Hey everyone, welcome to TV Addicts Anonymous, where every media junkie is welcome. This is Jay here, and today I'm going to talk about the movie Bright. It's a Netflix original movie with Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, and it was really good. I know I heard good things about it like back in the day when it first came out, and for some reason I never got around to watching it, but it was amazing. And I had a misconception of this movie when I saw like the trailer... I guess I didn't even really watch the trailer, but I saw pictures and stuff. I just assumed it was, like, aliens because the main guy looked like an alien. But it was actually fantasy. The main lead uh, with Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, he uh, plays an orc. So it's really cool. It's kind of like like a Lord of the Rings uh, fantasy type where there's humans, elves, orcs fairies there was like a centaur they said something about uh nine races like there was an there was a nine race war way back in the day and so yeah this movie was really awesome i don't know why i hadn't watched it i was kind of just randomly scrolling through netflix and i was like oh, i want to watch this but yeah so and i just i think there's just so many netflix shows they don't get as much promotion as normal shows that go to box office but i think now a lot of movies and shows from netflix are gonna get a lot more attention because the box offices aren't open and everyone's just sitting home so that's kind of why i finally got around to watching this and i'm so glad i did and i also heard that um, bright 2 is in talks or maybe like a spin-off series which this universe could definitely be a tv series so yeah let's get into it so the concept for this movie is really cool and really original. It's basically like a modern-day fantasy. So if you take a world like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or something like that, like a medieval fantasy, and then you just time jump like 2,000 years and see how the world would have adapted to all of our technology and everything and how all of the races of elves, orcs, um, dwarves, all how they would all act today. And so it's really awesome. Um, and it's really just a big metaphor for racism and prejudice. Um, and they kind of like split the people in the universe into like categories. So basically like the lower class poverty level, like a lot of crime and like ghetto parts of the world that those are the orcs and that's supposed to be like a symbol a symbolism for like minorities and then uh humans are kind of in the middle where humans are just like middle class working and then the higher ups um the higher up like really rich one percenters are the elves um, so it's really cool how they did that, and I thought it was an awesome idea, and it was really well done. They didn't, there was literally one scene of exposition where they kind of just had to explain a little bit of this world, and other than that, they just threw you into it, and there was no exposition. You were just in this world, and you just had to figure it out as you got went along, and it was really awesome, and I love when movies do that. I hate 
when I feel like I'm above, um, not like above the movie, but I'm like, I feel like I'm ahead of the movie and I can know what's going to happen. I like for a movie to be smarter than me and that, and this movie was, it was really cool. So let's see here. So this was released, uh, it was a Christmas release. It was released December 22nd of 2017. And since this is a Netflix release, there's no box office. Um, but I do have that the budget for w- this movie was 94 or just 90 million. Um, so which is kind of a lot for a Netflix movie because they usually don't put hundreds of millions of dollars into one movie because they won't get any of its box office return. But Netflix makes so much money. It's weird to think that they make money with everyone sharing. Like, imagine if they didn't let people share. If they could somehow control it, they'd make even more money. But that year, 2017, Netflix brought in $11 billion. So if you think about $90 million, that's really not that much money for how much they made. So they, so they really do have the money to spend. Um, and they're, and I, it, the viewings for the first like three days or something was like, like was billions of views. So it did really well, or at least what they said, Netflix just picks and chooses when to give all the info about viewers and ratings. But right now, as I just looked it up, Netflix as a whole is worth $194 billion. That's insane. That's so much money that and I did the math. Okay, well, I'll be honest. I didn't do the math. I had Ian do the math. And because he watched it with he actually sat down and watched the whole thing with me. He likes movies like this. Like, he likes Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and shit like that. So he'll actually watch that. Um, and this is kind of like a modern take on that. But so that's like 1.3 trillion people. Or not trillion. I feel like trillions high. I think there's only 7 billion people on the planet. Um, <laughs> uh, it turned out to be 1.3 billion people, viewers. If just like around there, average, if you get like the $13 uh, month, which is probably the average price. I mean, I pay for 15 for eight for uh, 4K, duh. But, um, so it's just so that's I thought about it and I was like, well yeah, I mean that's kind of low though out of seven billion people, one point three. But then he said, like, just double that at least because everybody shares their accounts. So that makes like over half the population is watching Netflix of the planet. That's crazy to think about. So if they put like subliminal messages and shit and all their Netflix stuff, like half the world would be completely like hypnotize it'd be like on futurama hypnotoad everybody would do it i mean it kind of happens with like tiger king and then love is blind and now too hot to handle or whatever they're wanting everyone to watch it's craziness i actually watched cheer and i want to finish it because i actually didn't finish watching the whole season that was actually a really good show. Except for it was really triggering for me because all the people were really good looking. 
and it, for some reason it was like bugging me i was like why do they look so good why am i up? but then i was like well these people are like 20 year old athletes that literally work out every day it's like i'm never gonna look like that plus i don't i need to not watch things and like subconsciously compare myself to them it's really hard to do though like especially just nowadays with like instagram and social media but yeah so back on to bright this movie was awesome so the top build was will smith he was number one build obviously and he um he has been doing so many movies like he just hasn't stopped since like the 90s like he must have so much money um just let's see like he didn't do anything in 2017 but he ever anything else besides this this was the only movie that came out then but in 2019 he did spies in disguise which he like did a voice and i think it was with like tom holland um then he did gemini man which i haven't seen i haven't really heard much about it i kind of want to watch it because i like will smith uh 2017 he did, oh no, and then and then 2019 still he did Aladdin. So he did those three movies in 2019. 17 was bright. 2016 he did Collateral Beauty with Ed Norton. Then 2016 he did Suicide Squad. Uh, where he played Deadshot, which that movie, it's not great. I mean, it's that movie just kind of felt like a two-hour trailer like it was just all like thrown together weird and i don't know like it just felt very not a cohesive film um then in 2012 i skipped over a bunch of stuff that um i mean he did like a few things here and there but then so he did kind of a break between 2012 and 2016 he did like a few movies here and there but nothing like huge so then 2012 he did men in black 3 2008 he did hancock 2007, he did I Am Legend. 2006, he did Pursuit of Happiness. 2005, he did Hitch. 2004, he did iRobot. 2003 was Bad Boys 2. 2002 was Men in Black 2. 1999 was Wild Wild West. Awesome movie. 1997, Original Men in Black. 1996, Independence Day. 1995, Original Bad Boys. And then in the early 90s, he did The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for seasons. So he has been working his ass off. And he he's he kind of just like plays himself in most of his roles where it's just like it's basically just will smith just a little tweaked every now and then but it's pretty much the same role in every movie but he is a good actor he does have some range more than i'm letting him to believe but some actors are kind of just like that like i was saying that about hemsworth um and then like uh keanu reeves is kind of like that as well Anyway, so that's Will Smith. Second build with Joel Edgerton. He played Nick the Orc. Um, that same year, he did a movie called It Comes at Night. Uh, in 2018, he did Wed- He did the movie Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And he also did a prime original movie called Gringo with Charlie Theron. And then also that same year, he 2018, he did Boy Erase with Nicole Kidman, which I actually saw the trailer for this, and I really want to see it. And I might do a podcast about it. Um, but I just did a gay podcast, so this one 
This one, this would be like, because I said a happy gay podcast about Love, Simon, so this would be a depressing gay podcast, because it's about um, this boy who was forced to go to, like, convert, like, conversion camp to, like, make gay people straight, which I don't see how that's gonna work. It's like, you're just gonna put a bunch of gay people in a cabin together. It's like, they're gonna hook up. That's what's gonna happen. Like, what do they do? Do they just, like, show you a picture of a guy and, like, shock you? And then show you a picture of a girl and give you candy or something? Like, I don't see how that could actually work. But I think it's really fucked up and abusive, the stuff that they do to the... That they do there. And hopefully they're, like, not around anymore. I know they're, like, not illegal. Or they're not legal. I don't know. And then 2019, he did The King. So, I've never seen any of his other movies, but he's with he's in movies that like did well with like really good actors. So I kind of want to check it out. I really did like him in this role. He did really good. Okay, let's see. So, favorite moment. Um there is a lot of cool moments in this movie. A lot of, like, shocking moments or, like, wow moments. Um, the first one that comes to mind is when Will Smith's character... Will Smith's character's name is Ward. Uh, Daryl Ward. When he... Well, this is basically... This whole movie is a buddy cop movie. And he's... Uh, Ward is partnered with Nick, who is an orc. He's the first orc on this human division of the police department and all the human police people are pissed that like a low level scum of the earth or could be a police officer they're basically all just like racist as shit it's really annoying and so they keep trying to like blame everything on him like on the orc and trying to get him fired because they just don't want him to be on the team with them and Daryl got shot, and they were kind of trying to, like, blame the shooting on the orc, saying that the orc, and his name's Nick, let the shooter get away. And so, later in the movie, when they find a magic wand, and all this crazy shit is happening, they're like, let's blame this all on Nick, let's kill him, kill the girl, and we'll get out of here. And so this... And by the way, like, this is, these reviews aren't recaps, so, like, I'm assuming that you saw the movie in order for me to talk about because I'm not going to, like, sit here and, like, recap the whole thing. So, I'm just going to be, like, talking about it, like, randomly with my gay DD. So, hopefully you've seen it. And so, Ward walks out and he asks Nick there, and he's like, did you let the kid go? And he's like, no. He's like, I thought I caught up to the kid, but he got away. The kid I got caught up to was innocent he was just he was just spray uh like spray painting like tagging the side of the building i let him go he was an orc they would have blamed him and so ward kind of realizes like he believes his partner and he turns on the cops and he turns around and he asks him he's like all the the four cops come out are standing outside of the building and he's like He's his back to them, facing Nick, and he goes, how many are there left to right? And he says four. And he's like, all right, and he spins around really quick and just, like, shoots them really quick, all all four of them, and they all drop. It's insane. It's such a dope scene. So I really like that. Um, 
I really like the Elf Mafia, is what I call them. They're actually called the Inferni. Um, they're just these crazy, badass fighting elves. One of them is a Bright. So a Bright in this universe is someone who can do magic, who can get, can use a magical wand, which magic wands are super rare. They can use a magic wand and do magic spells. And the this head of the elf mafia bitch loses her wand and she's looking for it and of course our two buddy cops have the wand and this like elf girl that stole it or something so this these people are so badass i loved the girl who played um the badass bright who's looking for her wand her name was Layla. She had really good. They made elves look really cool in this movie because they they all had like contacts in and they had like really cool eyes and they're threatening. And they're all like really hot and in good shape. Like I don't think there's any fat elves. Like I didn't see one. I don't think like fat elves exist. I've never seen them in any in anything. They're all always just like really like sl- like lean or in good shape and can fight or like shoot arrows or whatever um i want to be the world's first fat elf i think that'd be cool there there should be a movie <laughs> there should be a movie about in a mythical land fantasy land where like the only fat elf and then they keep trying to make him lose weight and he can't do it he's like i'm just gonna join the dwarves are dwarves fat or is it more of like orcs I don't even know. Or trolls. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm gonna go be a troll. Fuck. Fuck you guys. Um, but yeah, so... Oh yeah, so then... The scene that I love with the Elf Mafia... Is when they slaughter the wheelchair gang. Which, I'm just calling them the wheelchair gang... Because it's not a gang of people in a wheelchair. Which that would also be another dope movie be so weird the whole like huge crew of people i mean they probably could beat the shit out of you if there was like a really large amount of people in wheelchairs i mean they're probably not if they had upper body strength they probably could up to you they, you could probably run away from them but if they had you cornered i mean just all their upper body strength they could probably beat the shit out of you or if they had weapons but no it's just the gang leader is in a wheelchair it's like a hispanic gang and uh of humans and, uh, they, like, somehow get involved, which I don't even know why. Oh, yeah, because the, the gang leader who's in a wheelchair wants the wand so he can use the magic to stand. But it's already been established that humans can't touch the wand. And, uh, so that's kind of, like, my favorite scene is when the elf mafia is like just slaughters the entire wheelchair gang and then right before the wheelchair guy dies he like sees the wand and he grabs it and they're all like no 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 and he grabs the wand and just explodes it's insane and then um they're, they're like walking through a bunch of like dust and smoke and nick's like where did they go and he's like we're breathing them in like oh It's disgusting. And then at the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, Ward, Will Smith's character, is a bright. So he picks up the wand, is able to use it, and kills the bad elf at the end of the movie. So that's a really good moment, too. Um, But I think out of all of those, 
I'm gonna have to go is when he shoots the cops because it's so cool when he like spins around just instantly kills them and you don't know what he's gonna do at first you think he's gonna turn on Nick and then you realize he's turning on the cops and he's actually a good person and you like are glad and it really sets up the rest of the film because then you're like all right well this is gonna be these two against the world now so that was awesome um there's a few good lines there weren't like many great like quotable lines um one oh yeah at the very end when there's like the orc gang leader there's a bunch like all the different sides of the world are like after this wand because wands are so rare magic wands and the orc gang the head of the orc gang says to nick he's like when he's like gonna kill him and he goes you would have made a great orc and he's like i am a great orc so that's dope and then a really dramatic scene in the bathroom between they just happen to be in the bathroom i don't think they're going to the bathroom um that'd be funny if they're just like both like sitting on a stall each other shitting and having a heart to heart but no he goes Will Smith's character Ward goes, why the fuck do you want to die for a world that doesn't give a shit about you? And I thought that was really cool because it kind of just showed Nick being like, I don't care that no one cares about me. I'm going to protect the world because that's what you're supposed to do. And it was really good. And I liked it a lot. All right. So. That's all of that. So now I'm going to get into rating the four H's. If you know me, I have an H code. H code. Uh, the four things that I love in a movie. Humor, heroes, heart, and hotties. I rate all those, add up the scores, and that's the rate of the entire movie. All right. First one's humor. This movie was pretty funny. It had a lot of good humor, a lot of levity. There wasn't, like, a lot of, like, laugh-out-loud moments. Uh, but there was more of, like, ha moments. Or, I mean, I don't think anyone actually does that. <laughs> but, like, just a moment where you, like, smiled or you kind of chuckled. But it wasn't, like, a straight-up comedy. Um, I thought it was funny. In the very beginning, we saw the Joe Rogan experience. Like, we saw, like... <laughs> um, somebody on a like an orc or something on a podcast that was cool um oh and then we found out quickly right in like the beginning scene too is that fairies are kind of like pests in this world and like everybody like hates them they're kind of like bugs so there's a fairy like thrashing on his uh, his house and he goes outside and just like murders him in front of everyone like all his neighbors and shit and just like gangster neighbors that was funny. Oh, and then we also find out that orcs like heavy metal. Um, they And, like, Will Smith's character, he calls it, like, orcish music. But it's, it makes sense that they would love that. Because um, he gets in the car and he's, like, and he starts playing his music. It's really awesome. And they go to, like, the orc gang is at uh, an orc club. And they're all just, like, thrashing. And it's, like, in a big mosh pit. So that's fun. But yeah, basically any scene in the cop car between Ward and Nick was hilarious. Um, there was one scene where Nick's like, I can smell it on you that you just, you're not getting, you're not having sex enough. And he's like, what? He's like, you just don't have that, like, you need more conjugal sex. And he's like, what do you mean conjugal sex? He's like, you just don't have that conjugal face, that conjugal sex face. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, 
a really, really <laughs> funny, just, like, good dynamic between the both of them. I really loved it. Um, and then one scene when they're, like, driving away, and he goes, he's like, get the fuck going. Drive it like you stole it. Um, so there's a lot of cool lines. It was just really... Um, a lot of just how they kind of reacted to things was funny, too. It wasn't so... It wasn't, like, crazy, like, laugh-out-loud moments. But it did keep you, like, really entertained. So I think it's, like, averagely funny. Um, so I'm going to give humor a 6 out of 10. That seems a little high. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. All right. So the heroes... Uh, the he- there's These are really good heroes, um, in this one, I just really like how at the beginning Ward, you can tell that he's kind of conflicted between not wanting to like be racist against the orcs. Like kind, he can like see both sides. Like he's talking to his daughter and he's like telling him like there are people too, but then he also still has that in the back of his head of that, all that prejudice. Um, and then especially when he he still doesn't know he think he doesn't know if Nick let his shooter go and then he finds out that he didn't that he let an innocent guy go and um so he eventually sticks up for Ward and he won't let the internal investigation people uh turn on him and make him the fall guy which I thought I made a remark too I was like how come in every movie like the internal affairs of the cop, the police department, they're always assholes. Like, they always make them to be, like, douchebags. Like, oh, you're just trying to investigate the cops. It's like, yeah, the, the cops need to be checked. Like, the cops just can't have all the power and do whatever the fuck they want. Like, like the AI is important. So, um, I just think it's always funny how they always portray them to be douches. And they did it again in this movie. Um, yeah, so Ward is really cool, and Ward is just badass, and he's he's just a hero in his own right. This literally all happens the day he gets back. He's, like, gone for five months after getting shot, and then the day he gets back, this whole movie happens of this crazy shit. I was like, what is this fucking training day? Like, it all just happens the first day. It's awesome. Um, I kind of like that. I, li- I like when movies are, like, condensed into, like, one day or one 24-hour period. Very, like, Kiefer Sutherland style. And I like it. Um, except for some of those seasons of 24, they ran out of shit to do. I remember there was one part of season in 24 where the daughter was getting, atta- like, chased by a mountain lion. I was like, all right, writers, come on. What? <laughs> what the fuck? He's, like, Kiefer Sutherland's, like, uh, fighting terrorists. And then it cuts over. It's like, ding. Because shows, like, the clock, like, at the end of her scene. It's like, ding, ding, ding. And then it cuts to the daughter, and she's just, like, on a mountain running from a (laughs) a lion. Like, what in the fuck? All right, but back to the Heroes of Bright. Um, I need to stop rambling. These are getting too long. I don't want them to be way too long because it's, like, podcasts don't need to be fucking three hours long. Speaking of the Joe Rogan experience. um, Yeah, so he's just – Ward is just a really – cool um hero and at the very end we find out that he is also a bright so he has magic so that makes him even cooler nick is also he's probably more of a hero to me nick is just a really good guy um and he just uh 
he's just really he's a really good cop because when initially and when one of my in my favorite moment when he when Ward shot the four cops to save Nick, Nick didn't know what was going on, and he pulled his gun on Ward, like thinking that he just shot a bunch of cops, and he's like, "Dude, they were gonna kill you." So he's just really good. Always thinks about the better of mankind over himself. He even has a line saying, "I care about this badge more than the air I breathe." And then he ends up letting that orc go that was that would have been framed for Ward's shooting. Um, so I really, really like Nick. Oh, and then at the very end, too, Nick uh, runs back into the burning building to save Ward. So that's a really good hero sacrifice. And they're part of a prophecy. In the beginning, there's this homeless dude with a sword, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and he's in the back of the car, the cop car, and he's, like, puking. He's all fucked up. No one knows what's going on. And he says... You guys are, he starts speaking in Orcish and he tells Nick that you guys are in a prophecy. Um, so that's really cool. And Nick gets brought back from the dead by the other hero, Tika. She's this badass elven girl they find with the wand that the other elven girl, Layla bright was her sister looking for the wand and her and wants to kill her both and um tika brings him back from the dead brings nick back from the dead and then in front of the orcish gang and everyone's like the prophecy's true and they all like bow to him so these heroes are badass they end up getting like medals of honor at the end so i'm gonna give heroes in this movie a 10 I really like them as heroes. So they're going to get a good heroes rating from moi. From moi. Alright, heart. There was a lot of heart in this movie. Um, like I said, Warren Nick's relationship was good. They had a lot of heart-to-hearts. They ended up really caring for each other at the very end. Um, and even, like, all throughout. I mean, they're both just good guys. Um... And just dealing with, like, the racism and the prejudice and, how, like, the symbolism for all of that, that really gave a lot of depth to this world. Um, the beginning scene with Ward's daughter, when she tells him, like, I don't want you to be a cop. Like, why do you have to... I don't want you to die. Why do you have to be a cop? And and then you find out at the very end when the orc leader is going to kill them. They're, like, torturing them to find out where the wand is. And they won't give it up. Another reason why they're badass heroes. They're getting tortured and won't tell. And the orc leader says, I'm going to have my son kill you. And you find out the son is the orc that Nick let go during Ward's shooting. And he couldn't do it. And he couldn't pull the trigger. And it was really good, heartfelt scene. So I think that's also a pretty high one. I'm going to give Hard an 8. Heart an 8. Ocho. Is that an 8 in Spanish, I hope? And last but not least, my favorite category, hotties. So I can't really say that Nick is hot because he's dressed up as an orc. Um, Will Smith is always banging. There's one scene in the locker room. When he takes off his shirt and you see from behind and he has like a full back tattoo. That was hot. So I did like that. Um, the elven girl, 
Layla, like the mean one from the Elf Mafia, she is a hot, badass bitch. And like, they're so cool. It's almost like them. They're like agents in the Matrix when you're fighting. When they're fighting these elves, like they're so fast and agile and dope. Um, but the show didn't really wasn't showcasing hotness. It wasn't. They weren't like showing a bunch of hot naked people, which is fine. But it really the hotness just relies on Will Smith and the elf girls. And that's not going to be a perfect 10 for me. Uh, I'm going to say the hotness is a 7. Okay. Hotness is a 7. So, let's tally all this up and see my final score. But yeah, overall, this movie is really awesome. If they make a second movie, I hope they do. I honestly hope it's, like, a TV series. I think this show or this movie could be really good as a TV series because it's just, there's so much more to dive into in this world. And I'm so excited that for them to be more, and I hope there is. So that brings my total for this movie a 7.5 out of 10. So that's a pretty good score. I like 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Well, technically 7.5, but it goes with 7. That is the -the glow-in-the-dark chip. That is better than most. This movie was better than most, and I stick by that. This movie was dope. Will Smith does it again. A lot of my favorite movies is by Will Smith. And it's strange that he's just so likable like i don't think there's many people that that will say like they don't like will smith if they are they're lying because he for some reason doesn't age he mastered the skill of not aging i don't know how he does it it's not cool and he still looks like he does like he did in men in black one it's craziness like, I don't understand what he did. I don't know. I think money definitely helps. I think money and success, like, makes you hotter. It really does. I don't know what. I mean, I don't know. Like, with girls and stuff, you could say, like, plastic surgery. But I don't think a lot of guys get plastic surgery. They might. I don't know. They probably do. I have no idea. But anyway, guys, this was my review of Bright. 2017 Netflix original movie. Watch if you haven't seen it. Seven and a half out of ten. I enjoyed it. And yeah, so if you like this, uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this. I this is my podcast is on everywhere now. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. I'm probably there. And I have a email. You can email me at tvaddictsanonymous at gmail.com. tvaddictsanonymous, A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. Should have used an easier word to spell. That took me a long time to memorize that. Like, this isn't a fucking spelling bee. Why would I choose that? It's a very long title. Should have just been, like, podcast, TV, movie review podcast that's kind of generic though 
But yeah, so email me there if you want to say what's up. Also, I'm thinking about what I want to do next time. I don't know if I'm going to do another TV show review. I might do a whole season or a whole series, do another one of my favorite movies. I'm going to start doing the Marvel movies because I'm a huge fan of them. I want to sprinkle them in. I'm not going to just do them back to back to back, but I want to do all of them and then do an official take all my ratings and put them in a bracket and see what is the best movie of the mcu i kind of feel like it's infinity war let's just i'll just skip everything and just say it's infinity war um or maybe i'll just do my favorites of every oh and just do i don't know instead of every single movie just do my favorites i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know why i'm talking about this on the podcast this is probably stuff that i should do on my own time which there is plenty of still still not back to work even though today was pretty productive i got a bunch of stuff done cleaned all my fish tanks cleaned out my bearded dragon's cage gave him new sand that was good but yeah anyway guys so and also follow me on instagram at jay snowden and uh, my sign-off is weird. My sign-off lately has been uh, use protection, which, I mean, I guess is a good, like, advice in general. I don't know if I want to keep using that. I kind of want that to be new terminology for this pandemic to tell people to use protection. But I guess people are saying be safe. So I'm going to start just saying mo- random movie quotes at the end of each one so everyone until they tell us we can go outside stay inside don't cough on people especially don't cough on old people that's probably the worst i mean i don't think you should just cough on people in general were were people going around coughing on people before this probably um but anyway stay safe use protection and as always We're in the endgame now.